0: This is StoryQuest. Brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. Billy the cabin boy switched off his alarm clock. It was 6 a.m. on a bright sunny morning, and it was his birthday. This was the first time he'd been away from home on the actual day. He loved working on red gauntlet. It was such a famous paddle steamer, but he did miss being with his family on this special day. Still, he was sure his crewmates would have lots of treats ready for him. Half an hour later, Billy was back in his cabin. Oh, Pinky, he said sadly, as he held out a piece of toast to his pet mouse. No one's remembered my birthday. Not a single card, never mind a present. Red Gauntlet was on a summer cruise around the western isles of Scotland. First Officer Sheila was already up on the bridge when Captain Bobo arrived. "'Morning, Sheila. Everything sorted for later?' he asked. Sheila nodded with a smile. With the last passengers finally aboard and the gangway pushed back onto the pier, the ship was now ready to set sail. "'One final blast on the whistle, bleep, and then we'll cast off.' "'Aye, aye, Captain.' said Bleep slow ahead Bleep slowly the giant paddle wheels started to turn and began churning and splashing their way through the water Billy arrived up on the bridge to receive his orders for the day ah there you are Billy good lad said the captain. We've got the famous photographer Sue Torrent on board. She wants to be dropped off at Mingulay to photograph the puffins. She'll need some help to get ashore and then on up to the top of the cliff with all her equipment. Billy was only too pleased to help. Being busy on the island meant he wouldn't keep thinking about his birthday. As they approached the island, Sheila picked up the intercom. We're now approaching the deserted island of Mingulay. Over on the beach, you can see lots of grey seals. Unfortunately, the minute the seals heard the bing-bong of the intercom, they took fright and rushed into the water. Sheila tried to put a brave face on things and continued with her announcement. The island of Mingulay is also home to lots of wonderful coastal birds, especially puffins. We will be sailing past them shortly. But before we do, we're going to make a brief stop to drop off a shore party. A small boat was lowered from the ship, and Bleep and Billy rode Sue and all her photographic equipment over to the island. It was quite a climb up to the puffins. But when they reached the top of the cliff, they were in for a shock. There was nothing there. Not a single bird in sight. But I was told there would be thousands of puffins, cried Sue. Well, now, they might just be a wee bit shy, suggested Bleep. They don't get many visitors nowadays. "'No one's lived here for over a hundred years. "'You see, the puffins nest in those little burrows over there,' he said, "'pointing out a series of little holes dotted across the rock face. "'That's all very well,' said Sue, "'but I need to get photographs of birds.' "'Suddenly, bleep, rushed up towards the cliff edge,' Lapping his elbows, jumping up and down, and making the strangest of noises. O-k, o-k, o-k. Then he stopped. Nothing. He tried again, even louder. O-k, o-k, o-k. 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 There. Did you hear that? Hear what? Asked Sue. That, it's an answering call. Responded Bleep. Listen. Sure enough, they could hear some muffled calls quite close by. And out of the burrows, one by one, came the puffins. First, brightly coloured beaks, then little black and white heads and bodies. It wasn't long before the whole cliff face was full of puffins squawking away together. Sue was delighted. Bleep, you're a genius, she said, taking out her camera. Wherever did you learn to do that? "Ah well, now you see, my granny's from the islands, and she kept a few hens. She used to squawk and move about like that when she called them in to feed. I had no idea if it would work for puffins, but I thought it might be worth a try. Sue set about taking her photographs. Lots of photographs. Everywhere they looked, birds were flying up in the air or off out to sea in search of fish to feed their young. Billy liked watching the puffins. He'd never imagined there could be so many birds all in one place. He'd totally forgotten about his birthday. An hour later, the red gauntlet was back in the bay, ready to pick them up. Billy, Bleep and Sue scrambled back on board, more than pleased with their afternoon's work. Next stop was the island of Barra. It was such a scenic harbour with its little castle perched on a rocky outcrop right in the middle of the bay. After they docked, Captain Bobo came out on deck. Ah, Billy, just the person, he said. There's an urgent delivery due in by air from Glasgow. Take a taxi with Emma to the airport and meet the plane. As they drove off, Billy said, ''I wonder what was so urgent they had to fly it in?'' As the taxi rounded yet another corner, they saw a little wooden sign saying, ''Welcome to Barra Airport.'' Billy and Emma were puzzled. There was nothing there. As they drove on, sure enough, the top of a little control tower appeared above a sand dune, And then they saw a bright orange windsock fluttering about in the breeze. But still, they couldn't see a runway. Where are they going to land? asked Billy. The taxi driver smiled. They will land right there, he said, pointing to the beach. It's the cleanest airport in the world, washed by the tide twice every day. Moments later, they could hear the sound of an aeroplane circling overhead. It touched down on the wet sand, throwing up spray, and finally came to a halt right in front of them. The plane door opened, and the steps were lowered. Then, to Billy's amazement, out climbed his family, his mum and dad, along with his little sister, who was carrying a great big birthday cake. Happy birthday, Billy! They shouted out when they saw him. Billy was stunned, but delighted. And just then, a minibus pulled up, and Captain Bobo, Sheila, Bleep, and all the rest of the crew jumped out, ready to join the party. Billy was going to have A wonderful birthday, after all. This is a Bell Media production, narrated by John Sessions, supported by the Audio Content Fund. Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode.